Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast by Helpful Goat Gaming. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. The world of Banya cracks in anticipation of the approaching storm. Its lands strain against unnatural forces, and warnings of what is to come have been carefully placed among its people. Warnings that led us to a few tieflings, goliaths, drow, and halflings. But how can this unlikely family of broken people stop a force that has been generations in the making? What strength is left in the bonds of friendship? Gilbert, and tonight, Helpful Goat Gaming is going to play a bit of Dungeons and Dragons. Did you go into Catherine O'Hara on Schitt's Creek there? Order <laughs> Rose, a little bit. And tonight, I can't do it. I can't do it. We just good. did it. Okay. Uh, hey everyone, welcome. Uh, yeah, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we are Helpful Goat Gaming. Um, and yeah, I had a script about how to start this, and I totally didn't look at it. Um. Yeah, mention that, mention that, mention that. And hey, playing with me tonight is Galway, who plays the Tiefling Sorcerer Charity. Hi, everybody. I'm Galway. I have used he, him, his pronouns, as does Charity. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and Stormbringer's pronouns are also she, her, hers. Adam, playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp. Hey, everybody. Adam here. My pronouns are he and his, and Burbage Kemp's pronouns are also he and his. Our guest for a few sessions, Rachel, playing the gnomish artificer Clem. Hi. Both me and Clem are she, her, hers. Don't you usually, like, talk about a lot of other things before we introduce ourselves? Oh, I'll get into announcements. Okay. Yeah, we'll be quiet. Yeah. And Darcy playing the tiefling cleric, Hakari. Hey, my pronouns are they, them, theirs. Hakari's are she, her, hers. And Darcy's had a cold, so she didn't write a song. 
but maybe next time I'll be better and we can all sing along. That's a very good improv song. Seems like well, you did do a song. Like you great. did. I did. Uh, Darcy is also, uh, again, under the weather, so they're not going to be on uh, cams this evening, but uh, their lovely voice will, will come through loud and clear. Um, several of us, in fact, let me mention that, are not feeling amazing in our kind of under the weather. Um, so bear with us. Uh, we we did want to, you know, try to play because we enjoy playing and it, it helps us a lot. Um, Can I read Chelsea's thing? Uh, and I would love that, Adam. Message cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> Dear DM and the family. The events of last session were a hell of a time. If I could choose one word to describe, it would be sublime. The dimension of this campaign is always so rich. And let me just say, down with Sir Bubbly Petunia and Behella Bitch. <laughs> On a different note, I, may I take a moment to applaud Andy and his world that never failed to leave everyone awed. Thank you for setting the scene for this story we adore. Each encounter and layer leaves us excited for more. What will happen tonight? I'm giddy, but don't have a clue. Much love, Fates of Rin crew. I can see and hear you. Signed, Chelsea, and message cantrip. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you, Chelsea. (laughs) Um, All right, some announcements tonight. Um, Uh, we're a bunch of weird, goofy people, and if you want to hang out with us, um, you can go ahead and join our Discord, and you can type exclamation point Discord in the chat, and that'll get you a link to join us. Um, we've been doing a lot of things on there. We've been watching movies, we've been playing games together, we pull, uh, from Discord members to play games with us, uh, every once in a while. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really good time, it's a really nice community, everyone is so sweet, uh, so helpful, so caring, um, and we put a lot of effort into, you know, trying to cultivate that in, in the community. Um, so if you want to be a part of something like that, please join us, uh, exclamation point discord in the chat. You can uh, catch all of our adventures um, on a, a couple different podcasts or on YouTube. Uh, if you type in Goats and Dragons and look for a podcast, you will find uh, all of these adventures in the world of Banya. Uh, most of the stuff I DM, um, as well as uh, our our series with Dominic Monahan, uh, that is also in there. Uh, and the um, Galway's kind of world that he's created uh, through several different campaigns in the world of Tear, you can catch all of that in the podcast Helpful Go Gaming Presents, uh, and you can find either of those wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and also um, a YouTube exclusive. Uh, is our Salt March campaign in which Rachel uh, GMs. Um, and also Rachel plays in another campaign, Spire, uh, which is our friend Elise uh, GMs. And so we just have a whole bunch of content if you're looking for something to do after watching WandaVision and, you know, needing more fun stuff to look at. Oh man, WandaVision. I still so haven't seen it. It's quite good, quite enjoyable. Um, so lots and lots of content uh, coming at you from us. We also just really enjoy making content. We enjoy running uh, the Discord and 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 you know uh, forming a community uh, around some of this content and around just helping out each other. 
Um, and if you want to help us help other people do that, uh, feel free to type in exclamation point Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I in the chat, and that'll give you a link to um, if you wanted to, you know, buy us a coffee or something or or or, or something like that. Um, and, and all that goes to essentially is literally just helping us continue to do this stuff that we love doing, offering you more content, more games, um, making sure that we have the technology and the, the you know, kind of uh, manpower to bring you what uh, what you so desperately desire, and that is more helpful good content. And I think that's about all for announcements tonight. Um, I mean, we got some cool things coming down the pipeline, but I don't think we're announcing too much yet. Um, so stay tuned for, for those kinds of announcements. And which is not an announcement at all. It's entirely vague. And I apologize. <laughs> but uh, yeah, unless anyone else can think of anything, I think we're going to jump in to tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. We'll begin with a little bit of wind. And some drums. All right. So last time on Fates of Rin. Stormbringer challenged other Goliaths for the leadership of the tribe. Two of them yielded immediately, and as Stormbringer faced off against Dawn Protector, her rage called a tornado down around them. Black shapes and figures from the cloud above now swirled around them, and at the sight of this power, the necklace on Dawn Protector opened its eye glowed, and a mysterious figure emerged in a ghostly form, drawing strength from Dawn Protector's own life force. Luckily, the storm contained the spirits of past Goliaths who leapt in to protect Stormbringer and hold the creature at bay, and as Akari, Burbage, and Charity made their way into the eye of the tornado, they were able to remove the necklace from Dawn Protector and Clem's quick thinking inspired action among the other Goliaths, including a horn blast, which rendered the cloud tornado nearly transparent and far less dangerous. Now, with the spirits still swirling around Stormbringer, uh, and, and with the ghostly figure now dispersed, what would you all like to do? As, as a quick note, I think you might have removed... Dawn Protector's token and left the voice of Behelet's token. This one is Dawn Protector right here. Oh, okay. Uh, this is also um, uh, Snowdown. The, Wasn't this one the Dawn Protector? Figure. Nope, I'm sorry. This is uh, Mountain Splitter who's making her way into Oh, the okay. There's just, I was like, yeah. there's. has there been a personnel change? And also that voice is gone, right? Like, right. they uh, dissipated? The, yeah, that ghostly figure was dispersed by Stormbringer uh, shoving the glaive straight up into it uh, while it was held by the other spirits around. So you are still in the midst of a raging tornado. Uh, the wind is circling around you, and you still see these black kind of figures around there as well. Uh, although the, the, the cloud above and this tornado um, is quite transparent now. You can see through the wind. Fucking seriously, you're not done? 
Charity, is, is Dawn Protector okay? I think it's Dawn. I Working mean, on it. I don't know what the storm is still, because I thought I wasn't that, you know, mad anymore. But storm's still here. Uh, it's nothing to fight, though. Uh, how, how, how's, 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 how's Dawn Protector doing? Give me a medicine check, please. Uh, just reviewing the spells that I had cast. Yeah, no, I have guidance on. Uh, guidance. Cantrip that makes you or your friends better at things that you try to do. Use it early. Use it often. 27. A total of 27. Excellent. Um, even with all the, the wind whipping around you, um, you put your head to her chest. You can hear a, a a faint but constant heartbeat. Um, you can see her chest rising and falling. It seems like she is unconscious, but completely stable and alive. Do I think that magical healing will help her wake up, help her condition generally, etc.? Uh, yeah, with a 27, it's, it's hard. You You don't think that there's anything wrong with her physically. It, it's almost as if she's been kind of put to sleep. Um, almost more of a slight coma, which leads you to believe something a little stronger than, than simply healing would be needed. You say this to a person with the spell, literally heal. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, but, but in other words, I do not think that I do not think that her primary problem is lack of hit points above the table. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you did specify, I think she's stable. I don't think she's dying or getting worse. Exactly. You are pretty good. Charity's going to sort of... Uh, sorry. <laughs> she's getting worse! She's getting worse now! Oh, sorry. I tried to there was an accidental firestorm. Whoops! Sorry. Several times here, just to make. <laughs> Did I just accidentally a firestorm? I love Too it. Too accidental. Everyone is dead. Charity's like, no, no. I think she's fine. Looks up. Oh no, no. None of us are fine. Um. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> uh, returning to that, uh, Charity will sort of like look up from the exam and look at Eustorm and be like, I th- think she is very. Drained. She appears to be comatose, but she is stable, and I don't think she's dying. And I'd li- I also like to say, like, you know, Charity had sprouted wings and had his horn and halos, all of which were incredibly jagged uh, compared to normal. They're now normally very smooth. He's just going to sort of look yeah. up to where Bubbly Petunia's standing. More than I can say for you. As you look up, Burbage uh, going around. Is the what? We're, we're still separated by a big tornado storm, right? Exactly, yeah, still. And and as you look up in Burbage as well, you can notice this in Clem, you sort of match their eyeline. You see Bubbly Petunia, damn it, Bur, uh, Sir Benaventura uh, moving uh, kind of off to the left here um, somewhat quickly. Oh, yeah, I'm going to try and stop him. Uh, okay. I would say that uh, just as Clem goes to do that, just because the the tornado is, I assume, still affecting sound, etc. Yes. Uh, booming, echoing, like rattling things is not Charity's normal calm thaumaturgy voice. 
stop him and bring him to me. Okay. Well, I can't really uh, bring him. All of you. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Stormbringer, yes, the storm is still raging around you. And actually, you're having a hard time calming down. I don't know how to turn this off, but I really want to punch something. Um, Isn't that how you usually prevent it from turning off? Who wants to be punched? Uh, I, I mean... Big lad, you look like you can take a punch. <laughs> yeah, Mountain Splitter uh, and, and I guess, Snowdown are the kind of only two Goliaths in here, and Mountain Splitter just made her way, crawling and, and, and buffeted by the tornado, uh, kind of spills into the center of this as well. Mountain Splitter, I don't know how to turn the tornado off, and I'm still really angry. I really want to fuck someone up right now. Do you know, is there someone else to fight out there? I bet I could just run through the tornado and go fight. Uh, she's kind of looking at you just dumbstruck. She has no clue what is going on. Though it does appear that all of the Goliaths outside have seen this kind of ghostly figure emerging from Dawn Protector and saw that you were the one to disperse it. Um, can I stick my foot out and try and trip Bubbly Petunia? Yeah, you can Yeah, kind of rush up to Sir Beneventura and try to trip him. What you need from me? Let's do a dexterity check against his acrobatics. Let's see. Oof. Oh, it was almost an 18. <laughs> Four. Four. Uh, he gives you just a quick side eye and just keeps on heading. Uh, How far away is he? I'm going to try to run through the tornado to him because I'm enraged. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, also, while that's happening, yeah. Um, the fire from Charity's horn is just going to sort of burst in at his eyes now. Uh, I need... Let me just double check that I do. Is this map accurate to scale? Uh, the feet is, yeah. The feet is, yeah. I, I understood... Sorry, I understood we weren't all like 40 feet across. Yeah, right. yeah um, I was going to say the tokens aren't, but yeah. Cool. Uh, he's gonna need to make a strength check because I'm gonna TK him. Alright. Uh, and Stormbreaker, if you're trying to turn off the storm, um, you can give me a wisdom saving throw. I'm not trying to turn it off. Okay, that's fair then. Yeah, just making sure. I don't sure. Of those things. I'm just trying to run through it to attack him. Okay. Uh, in that case, give me a strength uh, ch uh, check. And you're raging, so it's... Yeah. Yeah. He rolled an 18. Uh, ten. Uh, he's not. Sorry, what is that? He's not bound. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's a. This is one of the few oh, cases it's where it's a contested yeah. check. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, he feels that as well. Um. <clears throat> uh, Stormbringer. Yeah, give me a, a strength twelve. Yeah. You're just barely able to to kind of get into the storm. You see these black figures now whipping past you, but. This time they are not attacking you, and they're not sort of pulling out any of your essence. Gonna shout at them, "Hey, uh, dead Goliaths, get get the the shiny man!" Do they okay. respond? I keep trying to mobilize them. Yeah, give me a charisma check, please. That's my strong suit. Of course. It is. <laughs> 
Three. A three. Uh, with a three, you hear just kind of a, a few like chuckles and laughs, and a, a voice on the wind just kind of rushes by you, just says "weak," and then. Whoo. I want to try. Feel free, yeah. Give me a strength check, Hakari. Strength. Yeah, you're gonna Wouldn't try it be to a charisma check. Oh, you're gonna try to talk to the yeah. spirits. Oh, please, then yes. Yeah, give me a persuasion check. Fuck him up. Fifteen? Yeah, does that work? Yeah, what are you what are you saying to them? What did she just say? She asked them to basically go attack uh or, or stop Bubbly Petunia. Yeah. Um <laughs> I love your face every time someone says bubbly petunia. <laughs> it's my um, fault for Yeah, I'm gonna just yell the same thing, like, go get that guy, the guy with the armor. Okay. Whatever he's wearing. Yeah. Uh so with a fifteen you then you hear just this this wind going around you, and you hear voices kind of quickly pass by you. Like, who are you? We don't listen to outsiders. Can I yell at the Goliaths, the alive ones? Yeah. Please, yeah. And just be like, hey, so you listen to me about about the weird storm, and now can you listen to me about this guy? I mean... We don't need to kill him right now, but we should at least stop him. And you're a whole lot of Goliaths, and he's just a dude. I was also wondering, like, did they not respond at all to Charity telling them to grab him? Uh, yeah, certainly. B- between the two of you, uh, hearing that voice booming and and Clem pointing specifically at, at where they are, uh, several Goliaths kind of jump and... Uh, Hooray! They are... Oh, one just okay, yeah. So is he under a pile? One a just pile trips. Of yeah, he, he's <laughs> moving fairly quickly. One trips him, uh, and one just immediately grabs him, or kind of around the head in a headlock. Um, two others are starting to just kind of rip like weapons away from him and throw them on the ground uh, next to them, and, and he's starting to kind of yell, um, though he's being muffled um, as well by the the, the Goliaths. Okay, now does anybody know how to get rid of the tornado of ghosts? <laughs> Burbage, what uh, what are you trying to do? Uh, I mean, if it seems like Bubbly Petunia has been restrained for now, not technically restrained. Yeah, he's but... certainly struggling really hard, and he, he right. seems to be. You, he looks like he's yelling, though you can't hear over the tornado what it is. Could Clem hear what he's yelling? Yes. We'll get to that in a second. Sure, sure, sure. I was just, I was just making sure that we didn't like. I'm like, we're not all inside the tornado. Yes. I mean, yeah. If everything else had failed to get Bubbly Petunia to stop running away, I would have used my second to last walloping bolt through the tornado, and it almost certainly would have failed and been anticlimactic. So, Burbage is very relieved that uh, that. It seems like the Goliaths are, are helping out. Um, Burbage will kind of go to Stormbringer, I guess, and be like, "So Stormbringer, this tornado—is it—is it—is it being caused by by you?" I don't know. I'm just really mad, and I can't stop. All right. Okay. Okay. And you think that you just need somebody to punch? Maybe that's what I want to do. I want to punch. All right. 
Um, can I do an insight check on Stormbringer based on kind of my Burbage's kind of awareness of, of her powers and what he's kind of seen to kind of get a sense of like what what needs to happen to make the tornado stop? Can Burbage get a read on that? It seemed to occur when you recognize Stormbringer go into a rage. This seems to be being caused by Stormbringer. By the rage itself. By the rage itself, which she seems to be having a hard time okay. calming down. E- even more so than just kind of clicking off the rage like she can normally do. All right. Um, Punch the snow, Stormbringer! <laughs> and, and and yeah, but but in terms of seeing her going into a rage in the past, does Burbage have an understanding of, like, punching helps her stop the rage? Punching keeps the rage. rage yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so Burbage will just be like, Stormbringer, Stormbringer, look at me, eyes here, eyes, eyes on me, eyes on me, all right, okay? Think about those beautiful little owl bears. Do you remember when I sort of dove off of Lomina and helped you save those, oh, those adorable little owl bears? Do you remember that? And one of them, one of them sort of took a liking to me, and we saved them. We took them around Federo for a while, and you know, just think about those owl bears and how cute they are, and how soft and, and gentle and unenraging they they must still certainly be. Yeah, that was awesome. Is this helping Stormbringer go out of rage at all, Andy? If you'd like to, uh, you can attempt another wisdom saving throw, or a wisdom saving throw with advantage. Oh, wait, you said saving throw. That was a check. Um, well, we can just add my proficiency yeah, to that. Just add. Wait, do I have my proficient? I'm not proficient, so that was... That was exactly right. <laughs> uh, 16's, yeah. So with the 16, you, through the wind, you hear Burbage's voice, uh, and, and while you're being buffeted and you see all these swirling things, you, you do close your eyes for a second and you try to imagine being on that boat again, on the sea, and it was calm, and your owlbears were all around you, and with that, the, the tornado begins to dissipate. And the spirits start to spread out as the column of wind just floats back up into the cloud itself. Uh, and then the wind has died down immensely. Just immediately. All right. Okay. Uh, so uh, just one quick question for everybody. What the fuck just happened? Clem, uh... As you're trying to kind of look through the pile of Goliaths now holding uh, Sir Benaventura down, and you you then catch his face, and he locks eyes with you. And you just kind of see panic on his face, which is to be expected, and, and he's shouting, and you can now understand, and he's saying, Not the only one! Not the only one! Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you mean? What's not the only one? And at that, uh, you see little small beams of a bluish light. Ugh. Five, 
six of them uh, spread throughout the different Goliaths around you. Uh, you hear them scream ah! and fall over as ghostly figures begin to rise from them. Hey, uh, what the hell are you doing? Uh, and he's again being muffled and and and. Um, Can I make an insight check? Do I believe this is him actively doing something, or is it something that like had been put into place that is now activating? If that makes sense. Yes, please. Yeah, give me a, uh, an insight check there. Is this every Goliath, or just some of them? Uh, looking around with your passive perception, Burbage, you see probably about six other figures, and I've highlighted them with a small kind of bluish. A circle around them. Okay. Twelve. Yeah, because I just want to know if it's like he's actively doing it, or if it's like the necklace that is something that she had and it activated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, Clem. It's it's hard. To, it's hard to get any read because anytime you're trying to read his face or or the sound of his voice, it's being muffled and like pushed into the ground by the other Goliaths around him. Um, and so. I remember during the the ritual slash combat last session, Burbage. I think it was Burbage and Akari that kind of saw the yeah. the necklace on Dawn Protector and made the connection. Yes. So Burbage is, is looking at these six Goliaths and tr- and trying to see do, are did do, do they all have similar kind of necklaces by any chance? Does he see any? Similar necklaces on any of them? Right, give me a perception check. I crit failed and it re-rolled to a 21. (laughs) Halflings. Yeah, uh, 21 expert perception. You can see that you believe this this sort of similar ghostly figure that had appealed appeared from Dawn Protector. Uh, The same figure is now kind of... uh, appearing and, and being the, the sort of essence is being drawn from these necklaces. Uh, you see at least two of them uh, kind of around you. And w- and basically what happened with Dawn Protector was that we had to destroy the necklace, right? Hakari pulled it off, uh, looked like she fought something off for a second there, and then stomped on it to break it. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, that's right. So I mean, Burbage would immediately would shout out to the other unaffected Goliaths around, and to everybody basically, like, "Get their necklaces! We've got to get those necklaces off of them." Okay, uh, why don't the five of you please roll initiative? I never roll. I don't think in the entire time we've played this, I have ever rolled a good initiative. Oh no! Well, I just rolled a crit fail, and I have plus zero. I don't know, Clem. You're you're honestly trying your best to figure out what Sir Benaventura what the fuck is, is going on at all. Yeah, like what is he talking about? You're you're so focused on this that uh, that Burbage is called action just kind of passes you for a moment. Uh, Charity, let's start with you. What would you like to do? So, reviewing what Charity has seen, just real quick and also useful recap yeah. for people. Uh, Dawn Protector had the necklace on. It seemed to spawn a ghostly figure. That figure definitely seemed to be draining her power. 
yeah um slash life force that figure was also charity is i think the only one because i don't think i everyone in the family has probably never seen charity this angry um this is probably the only time charity's anger is like anywhere near stormbringers but i don't think i actually said that is the voice of behelet um which i instantly recognized as well as burbage but the only yeah just the two of you um and I was in there for the part of the fight where Hikari removed it, seemed to struggle with it like she was straining, and then sort of physically destroyed it. And that seemed to significantly, even just removing it, seemed to significantly weaken him. Exactly. Yep. Um, cool. Uh, as we are uh, very coincidentally uh, and conveniently huddled... Um, with flames just arcing off of him, Charity is going to reach out and snap off his horn and then sort of go, take my flame, my family. Stop this thing. You are the hero and the flame, the storm and the flame, the smile and the flame. Burn them. Right on. Uh, I'm also going to dispatch uh, the spiritual weapon. Uh, I think it's 20 feet it moves towards this one. Okay, great. What did this do? This thing you just blew on us? I don't remember. It is the family's flame. Uh, you have flying speed equal to your walking speed, true sight to a range of 60, advantage on charisma, and you do radiant damage when you attack. Excellent. Okay. Uh, did you want to move any more than charity, or...? Uh, I'm kind of nicely centered to be able to read and react to everything, so I think I'll stay here. Also, I'm by the big dude. Yeah. And Burbage. You're my friend. Um, alright. And so, and so Burbage saw Hikari have to, like, fight off something or some effect upon touching the necklace? Right. How hard did it look? <laughs> as metagame as you can get, she serv- she saved with a 19. That's as metagame as you can get with that. Um, I mean, God, I mean, Burbage. So even when she got the necklace off of Dawn Protector, Dawn Protector was still unconscious afterwards. Yes. And is still. Well, um, yep. I'm j- I don't know why I'm hemming and hawing here. Uh, Burbage is going to dash 30 okay. feet and then and use that as a running start to try to fly. Well, I guess these aren't giants, but I but he's going to fly up and try to fucking yank the necklace off of this Goliath. This one right here? All right. I mean, it's enough of a height difference that I feel like Burbage feels like he needs to try to use the 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 awesome flight power that that Verity yeah. gave him and that he didn't really <laughs> use very effectively um, yeah. to fight against the Giants. So he's going to fly up and try to yank that necklace off. All right. Yeah, you see, you you come against uh, across a, a, a Goliath whose arms are just kind of outstretched and their head tilted up. And the veins in their neck are just bulging. Um, this is Elder Brain Crusher, the elder that has been very nice uh, to all of you uh, up to this point. And you fly up on top of their shoulders, you reach down, start to yank 
this off, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Would it make a difference if I like have a cloth or something that I'm using to, t- to touch the necklace, based on my knowledge of what I saw? Uh, Kapari had gloves. Oh, yeah, she did have gloves. So it did, okay, yeah. so. Well, might at have, least that would be it nice. might have sure. helped, and also it, it is fucking yeah. frigid out here, and we thought we were just going to be yeah. spectating yeah. some blood sport. So, <laughs> yeah. So if it makes a difference, yeah, Burbage probably has some some gloves on also. Okay. Um. So what do you need for me? Wisdom saving throw. Fourteen. Fourteen. Can I flash of genius? You can. So that adds four, makes it eighteen. That will be enough to pass. Well done. All right. Yeah, you're you're uh, you're about to reach it. Uh, You see Clem, and for some reason, Clem, you just have this just inspiration where you're like, don't just only touch the the sort of necklace part and not the eye itself. Don't just grab that. And so, as Burbage is reaching for that, you you steer him to the to the the strap, which still Burbage makes it feel like your your soul is being sucked out of your body for just a second and you take a deep breath trying to catch it and keep it in as you rip it off uh, and and throw it to the ground and immediately elder brain crusher kind of crumples to the ground uh, with you on their shoulders and they're unconscious they are unconscious you can keep your soul in by taking a deep breath <gasps> It's trying that's, to... what he, uh, <laughs> that's what he tried to do, at least, yeah. Cool. Uh, and I think that's all your movement and everything, Burbage? Yes, it is. Oh. If Brain Crusher is unconscious, then I got nothing else to do, I don't think. Uh, yeah. It's medieval, yep, it's so medieval fantasy. Is... We, we, we still believe we can sneeze our souls out, so you can yeah, just gasp yeah, them yeah. back in. <laughs> um, although I... I mean, I don't suppose you'd let you'd let me try to break the necklace on this turn as like an ex, as an extra action or free action or something. Not a free action. Yeah, that'll take an action. But okay. yeah. All right, that's my turn. All right, Stormbringer. Do you do? Does everyone see the sort of uh, blue people? Yeah, the blue. The ones that look like they're in summoning circles. Sure do. Yeah, there are five of them left. Uh, it seems like Sir Benaventura was running toward this one up here. I like also how Andy's like really trying to play in the maybe don't peel this dude. I'm like, <laughs> you are underestimating how angry Charity is. <laughs> no, I feel you. You guys do whatever you want. I'm gonna dash over here. Okay. And that's all my movement. Okay. So that sucks. Um, that's also my action. All right. Uh, bonus action, rage on. Right on. All right. So you've used another rage. You see the sky above you now turning black. You see a bit of a tornado starting to form and 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 almost come down a little bit, but it's just going to remain a funnel cloud above you for now. Um, you feel like you have a little bit better control this time uh, over it. I'm just picturing tornado sirens going off in the village. Oh. <laughs> 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 and and Andy, the the true sight that we've gotten from the family's flame. Um, yes. Do we see anything aside from the these spirits? The spirits we would we saw before he got family's flame, right? Right. You you see now um, the spirits above you in the in the sort of cloud look much more like Goliaths at this point. 
to you, just sort of floating around Goliaths who are watching everything. Uh, and each of these ghostly figures that has arisen, all of them look like this voice of Behelet creature. And you see now much more of the energy trail to the necklace itself. Yeah, and the, the and the, the the Goliath spirits are those are the same ones that we saw in the tornado, basically. You believe so? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Hikari, what are you doing? So, I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. So then my AC goes up to night. And that's a 19. bonus action. Oh, it is. I believe so. Maybe not. Um. It is. Nice. As I kind of like run double time okay. towards the one to the that this one right here? there. Or this one up here? That one up there. Gotcha. Because the other ones are surrounded by a, Goli- a little more Goliath down there. All right. So. Very good. Very good. Uh, Clem, what would you like to do here? Hey. Um, gonna kind of turn to look at Charity and be like so uh we do we want to hurt this guy yes but not yet oh okay get the necklaces off the goliaths if you can yeah wisdom defo isn't my strength uh (laughs) neither (laughs) (laughs) is it anybody Probably Hakari. Hakari's got decent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With Wisdom. Wisdom. Um, okay. Uh, sure, I'll yeah. do it, and I'll grab. I'll use. Yeah. Can I just make a quick perception check or something to see if I can find the best place to grab it that I think would, or investigation or something to. Not. Do, do you want to use an action to look? No. Um, or is it? Because I want to quick... grab it. Yeah, All right. So the DC will go up just a tiny bit, but it's a free action. Okay, so, is yeah, it please. perception or investigation? Uh, either one. Just depends kind of how you're doing it. Yeah. 19. 19. All right, so you you very quickly are starting to kind of pull uh, pull some of the furs down uh, on this one. Um, just to sort of look at like where best to grasp it. And again, you, you kind of don't want to reach for that eye central part. And and you, you get a sense that uh, if you take the left side... Uh, like dangly parts, you might be able to to jerk it, kind of untie it uh, entirely, and, and have it come off. That seems like the best place for you at this point. Yeah, I've practiced, you know, like undoing a bra strap with just one hand and the twist. So I'm actually really good at. <laughs> I love this backstory of Clem. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Ten. Fuck. <laughs> Can you use your flash of genius on yourself? Does my reaction back? And I don't yeah. know. Your reaction uh, returns at the start of your turn. Unless it's something yeah. you can't use. Again when you for it. or another creature you can see. But I, I don't think good. 14, would 14 be enough? It wasn't enough for Adam. So. I don't know. Fair point, uh, fair point. You, I forgot it's not a die. Do you also have inspiration? No, because you're very stingy with inspiration, Andy. Uh, yeah, you have definitely been. been stingy with it, yeah. I think Charity and Stormbringer had it going into last game. I think I've done plenty of inspiring things, and I just have never gotten any, so... You've certainly inspired people. Okay. Um, yeah, you can try it. Uh, roll whatever you need to. Um, this is, I says I have advantage on all int, wisdom, and charisma saves against magic. 
It, it would be magic, yeah. Yep, that's a gnome thing. I was like, there is no fucking way this is mundane. <laughs> oh, the glowing blue <laughs> ghostman. Yeah, no, no, that's totally that. natural. Yeah, no, it's the very first thing on my character sheet says that I have that, so I'm glad yeah. I'm paying attention. A 20. That'll do. You grab the side of that uh, of that necklace and you... You again. You feel this this uh, energy almost being sucked into the necklace from your hand, and you just quickly, as quick as you can, rip it off, throw it to the ground. You catch yourself. You do a quick kind of inventory, and you're okay. Everything's hey, fine. I am gonna just yell. Hey, if you could maybe grab it from the left, from the chain or where it's attached, it's a little easier. All right. So uh, the the Goliaths have have kind of then pulled uh, Sir Benaventura to his feet uh, and and pushed him aside. Mm-hmm. A couple of Goliaths are, are running to this one. Why are they putting Bubbly Petunia in a easier position to leave? <laughs> they're putting him on his feet and putting him to the side. No, like they're bringing him to in in a little bit more. Okay, over there. Yeah, just just take a just take a quick was, walk over there. It'll be fine. Closer to. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't want this potential hostile force in our way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. Uh, Sky Drowner is going to run up, uh, and attempt to pull off a necklace. Okay. Sky Drowner uh reaches down grabs part of the necklace and 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 rips it off as well and stormbringer you see that she's trying to shake it off and and let it go but her grip has just fused into a, a an incredibly tight fist and she's having trouble letting go and her eyes roll back in her head Uh, Kill her? She, she screams and falls to the ground. Fuck. However, this necklace is off of this person. But it's on Sky Drowner now, isn't it? It's it's toppled off of her. Now that she's unconscious, okay. she's was able to let it go. So we're not seeing the like glowy lights of right. Yeah. It's active. Yep. Um, Stormbringer, you can tell all the people affected, now that you've gotten closer to them, have been elders. This must have been the gift that he had, had given to people and, and the elders of the community. The elder right in front of you that you're running toward is Pain Whisperer. The one specifically that is giving you such a hard time. Pain Whisperer. Um, okay, without Dars on Cam, that's, that's, uh, that's a thousand <laughs> times worse than it would be otherwise. I know, I'm trying to be creepy. <laughs> it's unsettling. Um, and you see the the figure of of the voice of Bahalit just turn then to you, and he recognizes you again. And ah, this vessel is not quite as strong, but uh, it lets me see my surroundings a little bit more. It appears you have come home, Stormbringer. Uh, no, I don't live here. Fuck off. And I'm gonna fucking kill you. Do any of you think anywhere in this world is safe from us? 
Uh, all right, Charity, what would you like to do? Uh, are these necklaces like on like leather thread or? It does seem to be, yeah, like a thick kind of leather band uh, that's that's tied in the back. Okay. Uh, I want to have the spiritual weapon I was trying to highlight. Um, yeah. I want to have it try to slice the band off of that one. Okay. Instead of, like, even, like, maybe hooking it and pulling it out and slicing. Okay. Um, yeah, give me an attack roll of how, like, sort of delicate you can do this. 30. A 30 attack <laughs> roll. <laughs> That's Jesus going off Christ, of charisma. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you, you very carefully uh, sort of pick up the, the band with the edge of the blade and then very quickly <laughs> slice it uh, as it, then it falls to the ground um, your spiritual weapon starts to shake and shimmer it turns jet black and then fades but you entirely were able to get this one off of uh, uh, this is Elder uh, Thundermaker down here um do I think when Hakari destroyed the necklace, did I see any particular effect? Uh meaning it wasn't like it exploded or anything. It just Correct. Yeah. Uh she had just stomped on it to kind of break the the glass uh where the eye is sort of looking out of in the in the center of it. Um, it's a real bad idea, <laughs> but I'm probably going to do it anyway. Do it, do it. Um, do it. Silver flame darts. Uh, two against the necklace on this one. One against the necklace on this one. Uh, this one is still attached to the person. Just so you know. Well, I'm and I'm basically I'm trying to hit. How should oh, I say this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of... I'm not saying, like, oh, no, I'm only aiming at that one little point or nothing at all. Yeah, but, yeah. like, I, I'm aiming center mass focused very much on that. I accept that I might singe them a little bit, but yeah. I'm trying to primarily hit that. Beautiful. Yeah, give me three attack rolls. The first two uh, will be against this one. Frost shock. Frost shock. Yeah. 25, 18, 19. Yeah, so uh, all three hit the the actual objects. Um, however, you don't believe that they uh, damaged them at all. Or if they did, very little. Um, go ahead and do and, and roll damage on each of them. If you get. 14, 14, 9, and 12. So 23 against the first, 12 against the second. All right. Um, yeah, so the, the the magic seems to be protecting it decently from other magic like that. Though you 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 know you saw them move uh, as they were hit. Uh, so it did affect them somehow. Okay, so it's not nullifying magic. It's just not taking as much damage as it should. 
Yeah, you think you think certainly that should have broken him. If if Hikari if Hikari stepping Hikari stepping yeah. on something does not do the equivalent of yeah. twenty three damage. Yeah, right. So yeah, so that that'll tell you a lot there. Um, yep. and actually, if this, I'll probably go. Magic doesn't particularly hurt them. Okay, and that's it for me. All right, Burbage. Um, magic doesn't hurt them. Now I'm trying to remember <laughs> what do silvered weapons do? Aren't silvered weapons effective against... They count as overcoming uh, creatures that are resistant to that type of damage unless it's a magical weapon. It works against things that are resistant to magical damage. No, things that are resistant to non-magical so, yeah. But it still does physical damage. Usually, the, and I don't know exactly what Andy would do here, it is not itself a magical weapon. It just helps overcome that gap. And just, uh, it really fucks up yeah. lycanthropes. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, Dianathine has... Whoops. Didn't mean to click it right away. <laughs> yeah. But Dianathine has magic, but it, also, it is also just a physically... It has physical damage, too, right? Yeah. So Burbage is trying to... He, he takes the necklace that he got and sets it on the ground and tries to stab it right through the... Is there an, an eye on the necklace? Yes. Are we destroying the necklaces we've gotten before we take off the rest of the necklaces? Or Burbage is going for it. <laughs> yeah, Burbage sees Stormbringer kind of going toward this one, at least, and Akari going toward this one, which are the only two left, I believe. Oh, there's yeah. already been four gotten. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, well, yeah. Sky Drowner definitely fainted <laughs> right, from right, one right. of them, but yeah, Burbage did get her. No, that it's a good clarification. Burbage definitely feels like he got really lucky with getting this necklace off, so yep. he's just trying to destroy... And, and also, he doesn't fully understand what's happening, and so he just wants to destroy his thing as soon as possible, much the way Hikari destroyed Dawn Protectors. Absolutely. So he's stabbing it. It's a 23 uh, attack 100%. roll. Yeah. You plunge Dianathine straight uh, into the in, into this necklace. Uh, you hear a, a screeching sound, and the nearest uh, ghostly figure fades. But as it does, it looks to you and says, "No one you love is safe." And then it blows away. What is this? A Horcrux? <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. Uh, that's probably Burbage's turn. Okay. Stormbringer, you are over uh, Pain Whisperer. What would you like to do? I'm gonna yank the necklace off um, using my giant glaive. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna uh, kill <laughs> Yeah, give me an attack roll with your giant glaive. 20. Okay. So this is interesting. Let me let me sort of paint the picture here a little bit. Oh, no. I'm um, very delicately attacking the necklace. I rolled a 20. Yeah. Yes. Stormbringer, you are known for your delicate nature. Yeah. Um, I am. <laughs> so, so the, um, so the Goliaths uh, look at you as you run up to Pain Whisperer. Um, and you remove the glaive uh, from your back, you spin it around once so that it's pointing down, and you are your hand and, and fist is over this, ready to 
what looks like you're about to just end Pain Whisperer. Uh, you hear several Goliaths kind of chattering and, and kind of whispering, but loud enough for you to hear, she's going to do it again. She, she's, look, look at her. And you just, hey, no, not again, because last time it was sneaky in the dead of night. This time it's in front of all of you. All right. And you... You um, you just kind of feel everyone's eyes on you for a second. And you very gently put the blade down with it, pick up a little bit of the necklace and slash it up into the air. And the necklace kind of falls behind you. Um, you've left Pain Whisper entirely, uh, entirely free of the necklace and free of any extraneous cuts. Was that an action, I guess, because it was an attack? Action. Yeah. So second attack, I stab. I saw Charity's weapon disappear from stabbing. That was a spell. Okay. Okay. And so you second... ju- and you would have also just seen Dianathine be fine, right, Andy? Yes. Uh huh. Yep. Who the fuck is Dianathine? <laughs> Burbage's sword that he's picked up. Okay. <laughs> the Elven blade. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Okay. I didn't remember it either. It's all good. So if that was going to be an attack, then second attack, I'm going to stab the necklace. All right. I thought I swear I thought you were going to stab me. <laughs> like, oh, no, man. no. <laughs> if I was going to do it, this is how I'd do it. Twenty-three on the necklace. I assume I hit no, it. Yeah. You you swing around very quickly, drive the the glaive into the into the um, into the eye. It it shatters and breaks, and you hear a. <sighs> Stormbringer, I hate all of you. All of Stormbringer? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that figure disappears as well. Sweet! Let's fucking stab the rest of these! Alright. Um, at, at that, yeah, uh, Willbreaker runs over to the one by uh, Skydrowner, smashes it uh, with, with his battle axe. Uh, that one is broken entirely as well. Hakari, you are running up to another one. Yeah. What would you like to do? Um, how did I get the necklace off last time? You grabbed it and yanked it. Yeah. Okay. So Don't can I grab use acrobatics? Or the eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To try to like because I'm good at ac- I think I'm good at acrobatics, aren't I? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's athletics. Can I use athletics to try to like yeah, just like run and like kind of jump up to grab the give me a roll. by the eye but yeah give me an athletics roll did we forget to skip Rachel's first two turns or whatever <laughs> is she that crit- how you do crit fails for initiative <laughs> we often do in like fights Th- this was a slightly different yeah. this is different okay yeah. it's, it's it's the counterpart to the why if you crit succeed I give you a surprise oh, round geez. sure yeah. uh 11 alright I agree Hakari you rush over uh you are just running kind of full speed. You grab the necklace, uh, break it, and try your best to throw it as far as you can. Give me a wisdom saving throw. 18. Uh, so all of you watch as, as she grabs this uh, and Hakari for a second. You you try to kind of throw and it. It seems stuck oh, no. in your hand. Oh, no. And you feel that life force starting to drain so a bit. So I hold my breath. <gasps> Can I flash of genius Hakari? <laughs> uh, uh, sure. 
Yeah. Have Does you, it look like you, she's failing? Like, uh, I don't think you've gone again since you did yourself. No, I have. I didn't do myself. Uh, yeah. That was no. Oh, you didn't do yourself. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's. Uh, if she looks like she's failing, then I'm gonna. I mean, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's 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 close. You think. Fuck it. I'll just do it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that would be a, a twenty-two now. Okay. How uh, genius do you get a day? It's whatever my intelligence modifier is. Nice. Uh, so with that, Hikari, um, you just hear Clem uh, just shout at you, uh, smash it. And so even though you can't quite let go of it in your hand, you turn to the wall uh, of the barn next to you and just slam it straight into the wall, shattering it into a million tiny little glass pieces. And as that ghostly figure next to you fades, it again whispers... You're curious. I'll find out who you are. And then it, too, is gone on the wind. I, uh, I do the hand crank middle finger going up thing. <laughs> As it's, it's drifting <laughs> away on the wind. Yeah. Nice. Corey's just slowly giving it the middle finger. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, then, uh, with a, a few more swings of axes all around you, just to for good measure, it appears all of the ghostly figures have dissipated now. They are all gone. We are still technically in turn order. Um, so, Clem, it is your turn. Are we because people are dying? Oh. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> What'd you like to do, Clem? Stuff. Cool. Uh, I'm with I, you. <laughs> I would like to uh, take my enhanced quarterstaff and smash it into the necklace that I tore off. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the one next to you. Uh, give me an attack roll, but I'm pretty sure you'll hit. You should just that. raise your quarterstaff in the air. Seven. seven. Are you pretty sure I'll hit? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the it's, ground. It's you have it. object. It, yeah, it's not hard. Say. You just <laughs> okay, slam good. it. You have to slam into it a few times. Uh, <laughs> like you kind you of bonked yourself really in the middle of the head it. a little bit. Yeah. You start really hitting it. The goliaths around you are just like, whoa, damn. Uh, and and you know, by the third time, you, you crack and break it. I feel like you've gone into frustrated child with a pinata swings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I didn't make any such check like Charity did to know that the people that are passed out can't be healed. So I'm going to cast Healing Word as a bonus action on the person next to me who I took the necklace off of. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, it's it's a large uh, Goliath. Uh, probably one of the younger looking elders. Um, uh, it's a male, it seems. And he's, he's uh, completely... Um, prone, just laying there. A few goliaths are around him, and you go up um, and and you begin to cast your spell. A bit of green kind of energy seeps from your hands into his chest. But he doesn't wake up. You can feel him breathing. You can feel a heartbeat. But he's not awake. Hey, so I uh, try to heal this dude, and uh, he's still passed out. And that's my turn. Charity. Uh, which which of the Goliaths was the one that uh, fell over from grabbing it? 
Sky Drowner, this one. I'm going to move. I figure we're not doing exact movement at this point. It's not a That's fine. huge yeah. deal. Yeah. I'm going to move to here, which I think gets me into range of healing word uh, and healing word her, okay. I believe. Give me a roll, please. And I'm going to cast it at second level. Okay. Twelve. Yeah, with twelve uh, healing, you just kind of reach out and you get a sense that you can connect that this person is not necessarily in a coma like some of the others, but is uh, in the process of dying. Not only then will your energy stabilize them, Sky Drowner <gasps> gasps and, and uh, very slowly opens her eyes and sits up uh, to look all around you and uh, her eyes match yours, Stormbringer, and she gives just a really small smile, <laughs> but is really tired, and her her face looks gaunt. Uh, it's it's um, uh, she's almost a lot thinner um, because of this. Um, she looks pretty messed up, but Charity, you seem to have stopped any dying process there. And with that, we are out of combat. Well, with one thing, there was one left over here that I assumed there were Goliaths around, but it hadn't been destroyed yet. The one that I had cut off. And there's uh, the one by Elder. Yeah. This one? And there's something sure. very specific okay. that I want to try to do. Please. So uh, then the, the the ghostly image is still there, though he looks um, quite weak and having kind of a hard time maintaining his image. He's flickering just a so little bit. So these things, every time like we've shattered one of them, there's been a scream and it seems like it hurts or it, it's doing something. Would Charity think that perhaps these objects, because of the way that the voice is spoken, are linked to the voice's mind? It is possible. Uh, I'm going to cast Mind Sliver, and I'm trying to send it through the thing into his mind. Interesting. Uh, yeah, okay, cast a spell, and then give me an Arcana check for the nuance of this. Uh, I'm going to spend a sorcery point to re-roll that. All right. 25. 25. I'm also, because Charity's real fucking nettled, uh, re-rolling the, uh, empowering uh, this to re-roll the dice. I love that. Nine. Better. Nine. Okay. Uh, so you, you cast the spell at first kind of uh, on the object, uh, the the image looks up at you, uh, and he sort of shakes his head. That won't do, Charity. And then you just push the spell th through the object into whatever it's connected to on the other end, and you hear a. Aah! And why do you think then... you're safe from me? Nice and. It at that, the glass shatters, uh, and you just see hatred on the face, with a bit with a bit of an eye twitch before it fades away into the wind. There are no longer any f figures around you, uh, and while there are Dawn Protector and all the elders, it seems are unconscious. Um, it seems like everyone is stable. We just lost Craig. We lost Craig. Craig! Well, anyway, this is also a time uh, I was going to say, let's take a break. I was going to um, just show you my cats grooming each other. Oh, hello, cats. Oh, cool. And they're actually still on cam.
Because Craig threw the uh, alignment out of work. Oh, they were so cute. <laughs> I just looked over and they were licking each other. And I was like, aw, cute baby. All right. Okay. We will take yeah. a quick break, uh, probably about 10 minutes, and then we will be back. Manage your fluids, people. We'll be back in just a minute, everybody. Bye. BRB. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to Helpful Gaming Plays Dungeons and Dragons. We're playing our Goats and Dragons podcast stream, uh, The Fates of Rin. The party just got done uh, it seemingly ridding this town of, of the necklaces that were brought in by Sir Beneventura. Um, Who? Sir Beneventura? I don't know who you're talking about. Doesn't ring a bell. Sir Bubbly Petunia? Oh, oh that, that joke. <laughs> sure, sure. I hate all of you. And uh, and uh, even though everyone seems to be um, unconscious who was wearing it, uh, currently it seems like everyone has lived. Uh, there have been no casualties. Um, and uh, yeah, what all then would you like to do? As the Goliaths around you, um, honestly, all kind of start to wander toward you, Stormbringer, and just kind of wait to hear what you're going to say. There, there seems to be no leadership left in the town who's conscious at the moment, and no one exactly knows what to do. Waiting for Stormbringer to leave is like a really bad idea. These people have bad ideas. <laughs> Um, uh, get the people inside to rest, and then it's time to have a democracy. Jesus. Okay, murder, <laughs> one at a time, get them inside, and then democracy. <laughs> uh, and so the Goliaths start to, um, start to kind of, uh, take the the unconscious members very gently uh, and and move them up the hill uh, towards some of the more like elder lodgings and stuff. Um, Dawn Protector is still here. Mountain Splitter is kind of trying to slowly get her up. Um, if anyone wanted to help with that, uh, I see Charity immediately going over to uh, Sir Beneventura, who's being held by four uh, different Goliaths his sword and his shield uh, have been removed from him. Stormbringer will go help with Dawn Protector. Okay. What about the Goliath by me? Is there anyone there to help? Yes, they're, yeah, Goliaths are all kind of okay. taking them as well. Just curious. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so Charity, as you approach Sir Beneventura, his helmet is off. Um, you see his short hair, his scar across his face, and he looks up at you. Um, his eyes... Tired, sad, and he just kind of hangs his head again in front of you. Proud of what you've done? The service you've given your sick god? No, I'm not. I'm horrified by what I've done. He hangs his head. Uh, insight plus guidance. I will also say the family can no longer fly, uh, because I, I, yeah. I tend to drop that spell as much as you Damn. know. 
Burbage fa falls out of the air 60 feet. I would have warned you before. <laughs> like, I'm just picturing, look everyone, I can fly! Not 14 damage, I'm kidding. Um, Was that for Burbage's fall? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 28 insight. Yeah, with a 28 insight, you feel an honesty from him and a resignation. There's there's a there's a a sadness and a bit of shame in his voice, and he knows what's about to happen is what you get, if that makes sense. Charity is going to sit here, and again, his his wings look like feathers almost when they're ruffled, but just with yeah. jagged spikes. The halo is there. You have done. A monstrous thing. <sighs> and the wings and his horn and halos are smooth. Now what do you choose to do next? Mm. Where are we just watching this? Are you saying there is something after this? Because honestly I would not blame you, any of you for rightly ending me where I stand. I have encountered many horrible people. I have been a horrible person. I only have encountered four that I believe must be ended because they will never choose a different path. If you choose to be something else than what you have been. For my part, at least, I will respect that choice. Can Hakari hear any of this? Am I too far away? I don't away? think he's being quiet, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna yell, Get it, bubbly petunia! Jesus. Get what? Hakari, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> This is sad. I don't know. I was trying to be encouraging. I've only met you just recently, and I... It's odd that I feel such a trust toward you, Charity. I think you would be honest with me. Am I irredeemable? I do not know the things that you have done before this. I know the weight and the sin of what you have done here. I know the evil that used what I can only presume were your gifts. I know the harm that it would have wrought on everyone here, especially me and my family. And I say to you again, I know you have done at least one monstrous thing, but what do you choose to do next? I do not know if that makes you redeemable. I do not know if that makes you a good person. But I believe that that next choice has to matter. What I choose to do next will be to root out the disease that uses people like pawns in a scheme that we are all too small to see. 
And if you kill me today, my spirit will continue that. And I'll happily take whatever penance you deem worthy. I will just do this in another form. There needs to be a reckoning. And if it's not for me, I will cause it. I'll cause it to the the people that have forced people like me into this, to the, the governments that have used a war to cover up. I don't even know what yet. Clem is just standing there, raising her hand, waiting to ask a question. He sadly kind of looks at you. Yeah, you sound real remorseful, and that's that's nice. What did you expect to happen? I was sent here with gifts. There are many in the Goholian system that think all they need is power. I was slightly different. I thought all we needed was help. I came to one of the strongest fearsome tribes in all of the Golian and, and Bovalian mountains and I was given gifts to give them in order to persuade them to fight that's what I intended to have happen I, but I certainly don't quite have the same feelings of loyalty that I had even 20 minutes ago Okay, but, like, how do we know, like, you're going to commit to that? Because people say things like, oh, that was a really scary, violent insurrection. And then they're like, oh, but I'm not actually going to impeach the guy. So, I don't know, who gives a shit? So, like, when you're, like, calmer, are you actually going to, like, stick to this? Or are you going to be like, oh, you know, maybe I'm okay with, with evil necklace god things. If it furthers my career or whatever I'm trying to do. Sir Bubbly McConnell. (laughs) Um, He'll look up at you and... I have my own motivations for even undertaking this trek here. I can't persuade you of my good intentions. But what would we be if we didn't rise to challenges and and try to be better ourselves and and be better than everyone else who failed before us. Yeah. (laughs) Akari starts sort of just walking sort of slowly in his direction. Okay. You just kind of see her just slowly get out her sword. (laughs) So everyone sees Akari get out her sword. Hey, Hikari, I don't think we're, I don't think, I don't know, I'm making the killing motion, but I don't mean kill him. (laughs) I mean, mean, we're not going to kill him. Stop the killing is what this motion means this time. I know it's really confusing. We use this motion You realize you're just saying this all out loud, so you could in fact just say to her, hey, don't, don't kill him. Yeah, don't do that, okay, Hikari, don't. I think maybe we're going to, I don't know, have a bit more of a chat and give him a second chance. See if he still feels this way in 20 minutes. Charity is also, by the way, doing this out loud. And, and a, 
apparently kindest regards charity? I don't know. The system is all just breaking down at this point. <laughs> uh, Burbage, I guess, would ask Bubbly Petunia um, that, that all sounds fine and good, sir. Do you mind if I ask you again? Maybe it's sort of a it's a show of good faith in kind of what you're talking about, how much you believe in it. Can you tell us about somebody who you care about in your life, who you would swear on their life and on their well-being, that you'd be willing to, to try to be a better person going forward? I have very few people in my life that I care enough to make that matter. Join the fucking club. But I would... On the life of my child and my wife... Your child, the, uh... The, the one that likes horses. I'm trying to reference what I saw in his... What I stole from his bag. Where... What did it say? It was an elvish... It was a... Um, there was a knife, a wooden knife, that said an elvish to my favorite child. Right. All, all I wrote in my notes, <laughs> next to like the items that were that I found, was just in all caps, BORING, underlined. <laughs> Adam? So, so Adam also keeps notes as Burbage. <laughs> I was kind of expecting there to just be a line like very carefully written of is a closet with a light just a room <laughs> um is this the child that that wooden daggers for he'll look up at you a little confused and I'm trying to leverage this moment and just treat it like what's their name some things must remain hidden can you like clarify why you've been real like super sketch about your child and it's just like really confusing look yeah some things must remain hidden i i understand that i've been there but sometimes in the interest of moving forward and trying to make different choices, sometimes some things just have to come out into the light. So if you want to earn a trust, why don't you trust us now? The Goholians think that they're dead and therefore cannot have leverage over me in such a way. I want more than anything for that to remain. But if it goes... If it does anything to show you my intention... As he has said that, and particularly with the hiding a child because of fear of the child being used as leverage, oh. um, Charity is going to reach into his robe and pull off his pin and... Uh, the emblem and place it on him. Speak it into his mind. He puts it on and, and 
takes a second to sort of realize what this is. Uh, Bubbly Petunia, you have to say message cantrip first, all right? Just to make it work. All right. <laughs> he looks at you, <laughs> and he says, message cantrip, and then he says that. Interesting. Says what? If he looks like he's sort of settled, Charity will hold his hand back out for his emblem. His arms, by the way, are being like held by the Goliaths. There's not much he can. He he's not really putting it on and off, but you can take it from him. Oh, because I was I had kind of pinned it on to him. Um, at this chair, we go. I I do not deny you the rights of your justice, whatever form that may need to take. But I do not believe that this man is a threat to run. And if he is, you've seen what I can do. He's not going to get real far. Said what? Well, it was whispered. It was whispered it was to me. To Adam. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and, and I mean, I don't know if it will ruin the moment, but I, can I just do an inside check on that to see, like, sure, is this in line with kind of he's really being forthcoming and honest? Yeah. 16. Yeah, as as he spoke the name into your head, uh, immediately a, a tear just burst forth and rolled down his cheek. You either he's very good at lying, or you feel you got a decent read on him. Sure. Uh, yeah, Herbergeul nods, and you know, I think he he might. Give a give charity a look of like yeah, I agree with your assessment basically like um, and also in that look it's not just agreement but you know a kind of knowing kind of appreciation and respect um, for kind of yeah the way charity handled that that was cool and then yeah I don't Burbage would be interested in where Dawn Protector ended up with Stormbringer kind of helping out with all that because next on Burbage's mind is just like his the extent of his understanding of this whole situation was that on the other side of this championship this ritual the new leader would somehow have access to the the process Avatarana knowledge and now Burbage is kind of panicking because if Dawn Protector is like in a coma or something, then Burbage is just like, what now? Like, is that knowledge locked in her comatose head? Or what, does Stormbringer now suddenly magically have access to the to the knowledge or to the box with little miniature Israk Devere in it or what? That's kind of God. what Burbage is interested in. I just picture tiny Israk Devere going, hey! Here for another exposition drop. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so uh, if you want, you can um, you can follow Stormbringer and and everyone else up to um, their their head. Their Dawn Protector is being taken to the Chief's lodgings uh, at this point. And what would you like to do with Bubbly Petunia? You did see Hakari moving toward him with a with a sword out. Are they? Is everyone done talking? And for now, it seems there's a lull okay. at least. So I'm going to walk up to him. Okay. 
and get as close as I can. And I'm going to take my sword. Okay. And I'm going to raise it over my head. And I'm going to go in the snow right in front of his face. Okay. I'm just going to raise an eyebrow at him. And then give him that, like, two fingers and to, like, look in my eyes. (laughs) Okay. You want to roll intimidation for me? Yes. We do still have the... Uh, Burbage has those manacles and the wand that we could use if we wanted to. 18. So that you do that, Hikari, and you just, like, stare at him mm-hmm. and... I do the eyebrow raise. The angry eyebrow raise. He didn't flinch at all. And this kind of says a couple things to you in reaction to how confident you were that would scare a normal person. This person is either battle-hardened or... Some kind of psycho. Or or honestly, <laughs> more resigned to, if Die. anyone kills me, I deserve it. Yeah. That's kind of what you read from him not flinching from that. Oh, because right. that normally would, would scare the shit out of anyone. And I feel yeah. like Charity being there, even like without sort of another insight, seeing that reaction with my initial one, the yeah. second reading of that jives with this. And I feel like Charity is going to sort of look at her. This is a man who has accepted the weight of what he has done and has lost everything except for the things that he is willing to die before losing. Harm will not scare him. Fine. And then he had asked me a question. Like, it had something of, like, it was sort of in sort of his speech of, uh, you know, he is, there will be a reckoning for this. He's going to, you know, do this, blah, blah, blah. And I think there was a question for me in that. And then other people had interactions. And I just, I lost what the sure. question was. <laughs> he had asked, do you think I'm irredeemable? Which I answered. Um, which I think you answered. Yeah. Um. Oh, it was the, like, whatever penance you demand of me. Oh, right, yeah, whatever you think, yeah, whatever. If you think that I deserve death, then I will continue as a spirit. He will rage even after death against, okay. And and at this, I think at this point, Charity would just sort of indicate maybe to the, you know, I'm just going to sort of describe what Charity's going for. Charity is literally trying to be sensitive to this man has caused harm to the Goliaths. They may have justice that has to run its course, and it is not Charity's place to gainsay that. Um, But he is trying to be like, look, he's not running. You don't need to hold him. I don't think you need to shackle him. And maybe just indicate, yes, let's, let's all go and take care of the more pressing matters I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Stay by all means, stay and guard him. But let's just move this way, um, right? So it seems like they will um, take him back to his room, essentially at Waterlinks Inn, and are and are now they've removed all of his stuff from him, and they're now just like watching and making sure he doesn't run. If that seems cool to everyone, then you're free to. And Charity will sort of uh, turn to him like, I. I will consider the question that you have asked me and I will try to provide you an answer as quickly as I can. He nods. And I will say, like, as he nods and as Charity turns away, that is actually the first time that the halo and the horn have faded. Um, It's the first time that Charity has snapped out of battle mode since seeing the voice or hearing the voice. All right. Can I just say, as we are walking up to the 
uh, area that we're walking up to. I'm assuming we're all kind of like walking together. Sure. Uh, I'm just going to turn to Burbage and I'm just going to say, Hey, uh, you guys are really involved with some uh, weird shit, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, I forget. So do, do, do our characters know that Clem has some kind of connection with, was it Israek? C-Ren. Or C-Ren. Charity, Charity explicitly knows that. Uh, we've talked about that. All right, but Burbage doesn't. I, yeah, I don't think you were around. Yeah. I think that was when uh, Charity and... We were having a private conversation. Yeah, and, and Clem were like, all right, information swapsies time? <laughs> there, There is... Give me a history check, Burbage. See if you recall this. Shit. It's a crit hip. He recalls it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a critical... He told you it. <laughs> you remember that um, Charity actually picked up a book in Israq Devere's lair from Siren, mm-hmm. And you recall a little bit of... There was a mention that maybe that had belonged to Siren prior to Israq moving in. So, you have no idea if Clem knows Israq, but there is like a, you know, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon here kind of element that connects them. Well, did I see Siren's name in any of the books of Clem's that I was looking through, that Burbage was looking through when he was looking for the process at the Tirana? In Clem's stuff? Yeah, because there was that time when we were, I was yeah. looking through all the books and stuff. And you um, found the book of many things in the Elven erotica. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, Clem, you can answer that, I guess. Uh, did you take a book from your former employer that he wrote? I mean, I would say probably. I, I, I wasn't like, you know, we didn't exactly, we didn't part ways horribly. Yeah. So I feel like it would be reasonable for me to have books because I like books and research and things. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, between that then and maybe the the crit hit history check, it's enough to maybe justify Burbage kind of giving Clem a meaningful look and and saying something like, uh, yeah, we all wrapped up in some pretty weird stuff. Looks like we're not the only ones either. Hmm? 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 Just keep walking. Unless Clem is like literally gonna scratch your head and be like, what the fuck's he talking about? No, but Burbage will say, Oh, did you see when I snatched that necklace off of that possessed Goliath? That was amazing. I I, I felt like I I felt like I was a genius. Like I just had this this flash of a moment where like I was just incredible and like I just knew exactly how to get this necklace. I bet you wish that you were like that, don't you, Clem? Yeah, I've always wondered what it's like to be a genius. <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like from several paces ahead, you're going to see Charity, like, turn and, like, mouth back at Clem. Just give him this one. <laughs> She'll just wink. So all of you are kind of, right now, if you follow Dawn Protector, who's been uh, laid in the, the chief's lodging only charity has been in here um recently stormbringer you've been in here 
you grew up in here mostly. But yeah, it's a it's a really simple place. There there aren't a lot of decorations at all on the walls. It's um, she moved the one there. object that was out the last time I was here. I was like, sorry, yeah. it's messy. It's like some box, yeah, that she moved into the bedroom. Um, and now that you're in the bedroom, yeah, you see that small little box that she had moved is now open, and you can see it was probably where the necklace was kept. Um, there aren't any more in there, right? Any more necklaces? No. Okay, good. I was like, no. uh, smashing time. Um, and as she's laid upon the bed, uh, Burbage, you do see the ornate puzzle box uh, laying next to it as well. Um, the other Goliaths take their leave, um, and Stormbringer, no one has told you that you have to go anywhere or anything. So, like, they, everyone seems to be letting you completely do whatever you want at this point. Um, so feel free to take advantage of that if you want to stay here with her. Um, to make sure that she heals, whatever you'd like. It's up to you. Can I do any additional checks to get any sense of, like, I, as much as it was a very good medicine role, I was kind of counting that as, like, that was battlefield medicine. Is she dying? Yeah. Is she bleeding out? Now into this, like, do I think she's going to wake up naturally? Do I think that, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> this might actually be an arcana check. Though. Yeah, and I figured it could be. Kind of, yeah, yeah, like, what is the effect here that's going on? Uh, Nine. Oh, I didn't actually spend that many sorcery points. I'm going to try that one one more time. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. 21. 21, okay. Yeah, so um, so talking to Hikari and, and, and Burbage about like what, what that actually felt to kind of pull of that off of it, looking at the wounds on, on Sky Drowner, um, who succumbed to that magic, this is incredibly incredibly powerful necromantic magic and if it's put someone in kind of this coma state probably they will just wake up on their own after they've had enough rest to sort of make sure that their life force has, has circulated enough again but you don't think uh any normal magical healing is quite enough to wake them or anything it might just take a little time uh do i think that any magical healing could do I get any sense, one, of that time scale, and two, do I get a sense that maybe magical healing could shorten that time, even if it's not going to wake them up? Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe a day or so is the, the sense you get so far with that. And it, yeah, it might. It um, depends on kind of how intense of a healing you'd like to put into this person. So, Charity is if we sort of like there was a sitting room i think outside of the yeah the main room charity's gonna sort of walk back out to that and just slump against a wall and then sort of slide down until he's sitting on the floor like okay um powerful necromancy that's uh that's that's what's doing that um i don't think she or any of the elders should be in danger that's good they'll wake up on their own i'm pretty sure they just kind of need some time to recover from it it's probably about a day okay i mean we didn't have anywhere to be so just as a quick question on a scale of oh no those don't work with you uh how likely do you think it is that the uh, incredibly hidebound traditionalists of this group decide that they should uh, attempt to execute us in the morning 
uh, despite all of this, if she can't say, no, don't kill them. Uh, how likely do I think that is, Andy? Or you say you don't. Are you chief? What the hell happened? I don't. Am I chief also, Andy? Son do of a I bitch. I should know how this governmental structure works. I grew up here. Um, but also, what just happened? I don't think there's much precedent for. There's not a lot of precedent for it, sure. Um, it, it, the the structure is the the strongest rules is the main structure, Stormbringer. But is it like um, the last one standing, or do you have to actually defeat right. them? Right. You would you would imagine that you won the first round of this, though it's not completed. You have more claim to leadership than anyone else right now. And do I think they're going to still try to execute me? Uh, you do know Goliaths pretty well, and unless they're told something different, uh, they might still be under the assumption that everyone should die in the morning. Um, well, okay, so I'm kind of the chief, but not really yet. But I mean, like, I'm like, I guess I'm in charge right now. I have the most clout right now. And also, yes, they're still going to try to kill us. But I could probably tell them not to. Um, and then we'd be a-okay. And then we'd just wake Dawn Protector up, get in the puzzle box, talk to the Israk, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then peace out. Peace out. We're just peace out. Bye, bitches. And they have a democracy. One, if ever a nation had your perspective on nation building, it would be horrifying. Two, well, at least it's in the morning, so I'll get a good rest in before they try to come for me. Hey, Charity and maybe Burbage, you guys seem to, like, recognize that spirit thing a little more. Um, it seemed to, like, know where we were. Is this, like, a problem? Is this gonna be an issue? Are they gonna come after the Goliaths? There's sparks of flame now. That was the voice of Behelet. Uh-huh. I mean, really, that feels like a complete sentiment. Let's see. We've been harried at every step of our journey by the forces of Behebich, the basically commander-in-chief of which is the voice. Okay, so I'm going to revise that plan then. We wait for Dawn Protector to wake up, we talk to the box, and then we don't peace out, we make sure they're going to be well defended and can protect themselves and know what's coming, and then, bye, bitches! Have a democracy now! I honestly don't think that the voice gives a flying fuck about anyone here except for us. You were saying some pretty taunty stuff. It sounded like me, except not as cool. I feel like I asked this last session, and I so it's embarrassing that I forget. But so, so, yeah, in the last session, Burbage heard the voice of Behelet, right? Uh-huh. And and had he heard that voice prior to that point? Yes. When was that again? It's a great question. Bah! It in my hello song was. <laughs> um, was shit. it connected to when that, when Burbage was pulled into Behelet's realm? No, it was no. a different. Time. I mean, I don't recall exactly straight up when it was. No, I that's just, fine. Just. I just heard it in the podcast, though, and I can't remember why. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Um, you certainly heard that, yeah. Was somewhere. it the same time that he, like, 
saw someone that we think is probably who Charity's dad. Wow, that was a bad sentence. That's no, that's, that's when he, that's when he got pulled, pulled in. in. Oh, that's the right. same. It was a different time. Is this yeah. is the voice that he associated with the ghost of Eldon Dale? It was not. Okay, I just... Um, I, sorry, this this wasn't even me trying to be yeah. leading. I'm just like, uh, other times that I know Burbage has had voices, it's more than a couple. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah certainly. Well, um, yeah. It was in, in Diefield. Interesting. Yeah, thank God that... I mean, that's that's just useful for me to know that... Oh, no, so, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, duh. It, it was uh, just the other day. It was two days ago when Shenik was pulled out of existence. You heard that specific voice. As, uh, soon as, you, as soon as you related it to charity, he's like, "Yes, 100%. okay, that's right, right, yeah." Because that's okay. right. Because it was the as. Yeah. That's right. This is the other time because I know that I I did that transformation as context because the time that you described that charity instantly erupted into battle mode flames and you were like, "Hey, why are you trying to kill me now?" Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, and that's why kind of it, during this this encounter, Burbage like was like, "Oh shit, this is that voice of Behelic guy." Um, okay, sorry. Thanks for yeah glad helping me yeah. through that. Yeah, I knew there was something else. Yeah. Um, and now back to the present where I'm tr- trying to remember. Remember what? What did I want Burbage to say or do? I I, I forget. I guess I mean for him. Uh, wow. No. I yeah. I don't think I have anything. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of have that. Yeah. Clarity for myself. Yeah. All, all of you are exhausted. You're. You've been. You know. It's. It's not only just in, insanely cold out again. So the tieflings are having trouble, but that moving through a tornado, being you know battered around by these by these protective spirits of the town all of you have really kind of felt drained and are just literally exhausted in a few of your cases i guess i guess i might take this moment to burbage would uh maybe approach stormbringer and and say uh hey you know we're gonna get all this figured out i think your plan sounds like a pretty good one don't predict it's gonna wake up We'll, uh, we'll we'll figure out how to get the the process of a Toronto knowledge. Maybe it has to do with the box. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know anymore. But I just wanted to say, I saw what happened back there with with Pain Whisperer, and I just wanted to say, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I know. I did a really good job slicing through the necklace. That was badass. Right. Yeah. Well, yes. The the slicing of the necklace that was very badass. Uh, but also badass was the fact that you know, for a moment there, I I honestly thought that you were going to kill her. I mean, she's been kind of a a dick to us and to you. And uh, you kill people if they're dicks. I kill people if they're threats. And um, pain whisper is like not a fucking threat. Like, like, did you see how frail they are now? Just <laughs> hanging around. I don't even know why they're still considered an elder because they're supposed to be strong and they're all like, oh, I'm not actually strong anymore. I'm just annoying. Sure, sure. But, so, Andy, would yeah. is it possible that Burbage's understanding of everything that's been happening politically in in this village is that part of what was endangering them and putting them at risk of being like executed the next morning, like pain whisperer supported that. Oh, a hundred percent. So like, so Burbage is going to like, 
yes, like in Stormbreaker's mind, she's not a threat, but also like he understands, like, well, she kind of was, and it would have been, it would have been like beneficial to us for for Stormbreaker to 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 kill her. So he's just going to say, no, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm, I'm saying that, you know, you could have you could have killed her and made things a bit easier for us here and. And oh shit! Did I fuck up? No, you. Did. No, it's not, I'm just I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying you did. A, you did. You know, it was it was it was, a, it was a cool thing, just kind of a fun little moment where I was like, oh no, she's gonna she's gonna kill somebody because you know they're sort of threatening us as a group, and then you didn't, and I just thought that was pretty cool. So what I'm saying is that you you made the right choice. I think. I think the more we can kind of bolster trust. In distrustful times, the better. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And I'll check with you and Charity before killing people randomly now, right? That's a rule now? Yeah. That was a really long-winded way of saying good job for not killing somebody, Stormbringer. (laughs) I don't think anybody's ever said that to me before. It's always good job for killing them. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I've never had to say that to you before, and so if I was long-winded, it was because I was navigating uncharted territory. Yeah, that was uh, the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not because you're full of hot air. Oh, I think he's full of like blood and organs. Oh. You know what? So can we just recap the plan? Is the plan that we're going to get some rest and then... Yeah, so the plan is to rest and wait for Dawn Protector to wake up. And then when Dawn Protector wakes up... Oh, no. The plan is to go tell people that we're not having an execution in the morning unless they want to because of their democracy. But maybe I shouldn't let them do the democracy about that, just about everything else. Democracy um, later. Okay, democracy later. Plan is right now... That no famous democracy. chant. See you later. (laughs) These are the foundational principles of nation building. Control first, democracy later, if at all. Democracy later, go tell them right now we're not having executions in the morning. Then we sleep and we wait for Dawn Protector to wake up. When Dawn Protector wakes up, we get into the box and talk to the Devere thing and then get the book and then we um we leave after making sure that they're going to be really well reinforced and tell them to have a democracy now right that all sounds that all sounds great i'm just yeah so you all can handle that i think i'm going to maybe just lie down here at the foot of don protector's bed uh andy did we all hear did everybody hear what the ghost figures were saying to each of us like did they hear it say to me uh, every no, no one you love is safe or whatever. Right. No. Yeah. Wait. They only yeah, I heard that. Heard, the, those were like kind of whispered specifically just to you. All right. So whatever was whispered to Hakari, yeah. nobody else heard. Right. All right. Yep. Burbage is like, yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take a moment here. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna rest. You guys can handle stuff. I'm gonna kind of reflect on the fact that you know. Nobody I love is is safe, and I'm gonna just kind of curl up here, and Robert just curling up, and he's just gonna, and I'm gonna just kind of, yeah, think about because I don't think I've taken this beat explicitly in quite a long time. Uh, just gonna think about my lover Theodric and how much I miss him. It's been something I've been thinking about a lot during our travels this season. 
but now I'm going to like take a beat and just if you notice me kind of holding this precious dragonfly pin right now it's just because it's been a long long time since I since I held it and I'm just going to hold it and just kind of think about Theodric and if and you know I'll maybe stroke it a bit so that maybe you know maybe I'll discover something about this dragonfly pin not that I have suspicions I certainly don't but he you know mm-hmm. Your internal monologue is leaking. All right. Does he always describe exactly what he's <laughs> going to do in detail? No, it's sometimes he gets like this, and then he does. Um, Stormbringer is going to pat Burbage on the head, which is something she hasn't done in a really long time, and say, "Hey, little man, I know how you're feeling about everybody you love being in danger because of you, and the way I dealt with it when I was in that space and kind of still am is I stayed awake all night and stared at the people I love to make sure that they'd be safe. Just something to think about. And she's going to walk out to go go call off the executions. That's awesome. Yeah, Burbage will stare intently at the dragonfly pin because of what Stormbringer said. Jesus Christ, a lot of Goliaths just apparated. As as you step outside, uh, Stormbringer, you you just uh, are met with a, 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 a loud murmuring that immediately goes quiet. And it seems like half the town is, has sort of come out and waited for news or waited for some guidance. Hey, this is very convenient. I was looking for all of you. Um, thank you for gathering here and making my job easier. There's not going to be executions tomorrow or ever of us. We're not, we're off the execution table and Dawn Protector will probably wake up in about a day or so, according to the healer magic. And after that, we'll have a democracy time. What's a democracy? Right. Um, I think it's a system of governance. Is it where... like a cracker? No. No, I don't think so. We can have lots of democracies. <laughs> democracies are for everyone. No, no crackers. It's a ah. system of governance where um, it's ruled by the people for the people. And so everybody gets to say things about what they want done and have their input taken. And sometimes you have things called representative democracies because there's too many people to make it practical to have a direct democracy. And in that case, you elect your representative officials and theoretically, as long as there's not lobbying and corrupt money and problems around that, then you have them representing your best interests and ha- saying, speaking for you by listening to you and then saying what they want to happen based on what you want to happen. I think you talked about maybe a parliament or a council or something. Right, we could also do that. You could have a council that you elect. So that would be a representative democracy. That way, not just one person rules and everybody yeah, yeah. can have so a say. Not just one person ruling. You're going to elect a council and they'll have term limits so that they stay on the up and up. The crowd is starting to disperse <laughs> as you're as you're saying this, starting to wander. Look, I I know you all aren't big on metaphors, but just high level image. Right now, if there was a traditional path through the mountains, you would keep following it because it was tradition, right? Right. 
In a democracy, if a majority of you found a new path that was better, you would then follow the new path. That's weird. No, it's really good. Um, it's oh. better than one person who doesn't even want to rule, like Dom Protector being in charge and making bad manipulative decisions to try to get out of ruling and also spending a lot of her time gone. So instead, there'll be a council in charge, and you're going to elect them, so start thinking about who you think would be a good person to represent you. Do you, do you want me to... Maybe tonight I can, like, write up instructions? I can have, like, a whole bunch of... Either we can work on it together, or I could I could write down my thoughts, and and maybe that would be a good jumping off point for people tomorrow. Yeah, that seems good. I think they got at least the memo about no executions tomorrow. I could have hit so, so many of them with a the fireball just then. Okay, but we're not killing you. No, you're not killing me or my friends. No executions. That's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. There's other They're things happening. Wandering off, kind of mad now. So I'm pretty good at, at writing things, and I'm also pretty good at talking to Goliaths. So I think maybe if I could take some time tonight, I could probably put something together to help you out. Charity's is here. With what you all just fucking saw, you actually thought, okay, you know, you all, you're adorable. Anyway, yeah, that sounds good. Um, I'm <laughs> sure, that sounds good. I'm gonna, I guess it's bedtime now. Um, yeah. Wait for Dom Protector to wake up. Uh, is this what everyone's doing? Is everyone going to go head to bed in the lodgings here? And, oh. Well, I'm going to um, write up so instructions on how to create a... a how to create a, a Goliath democracy. Right. Yeah. If you want to write those up and send those to me, I will have this town run by your specifications. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me just write myself a note real quick. Yeah. Clement Stormbringer can decide the government going forward here. I don't mind. Whatever you guys like. Charity would probably, like, go get some food. And actually, he's one of the only people in the party who, like, doesn't have any levels of exhaustion. Because okay. the yeah. angel form. So he's yeah. just drained from blowing through spell slots and high-level magics. Um, sure. I think he would probably go talk to Sir Bonaventura. Okay. Yeah. So uh, then uh, as the rest of you are starting to try to make something comfortable in this kind of just bare wood and mud uh, lodging. Um, Charity, you head back down to uh, Waterlinks Inn. Um, you do see Balin uh, on the way who kind of gives you another hug and says, hey, I'm kind of glad you didn't die. <laughs> that was sort of scary, wasn't it? Yeah, sort of scary. Well, you have a good night. After he's walked away, it doesn't sound as congenial coming from the Furbolgs instead of the Goliaths. That would have seemed like high praise from them. <laughs> and if you want, you yeah, you can step in Waterlinks, um, kind of place an order for food, uh, and then you can head upstairs to Sir Benaventura's room. Uh, I'd also say... I know we wanted to uh, cut a bit earlier tonight. I'm totally fine with rolling that over to the next time if we want. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally good. Then. Also, uh, also it wouldn't yeah, suck for me to get to think about what I'm going to say to him more. All, all good. Yeah. We'll pick up next time with, with people getting ready for bed and uh, Benaventura's uh, uh, talk with charity. So thank you so much, everyone for, for paying attention and for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, 
I'm really happy that the group made it out of this one. Uh, that that, that would have gotten nasty uh, if if everyone didn't uh, do do so well. So thank you all for players being amazing. Thank you so much. Um, hang in there, everyone. We love you so much. We really appreciate all the love that you've given us back. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Love you all. Goodbye. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play shorter campaigns, one-shots, and have conversations about D&D and games in general. For more information about us, check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at HelpfulGoat, or chat with us and the rest of the Helpful Goat community on our Discord server using the link in this episode's description. For more of our shared gaming projects and live streams, check us out on Twitch, where we are Helpful Goat, or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. If you want to support us, you can make a donation on our coffee page by following that link in the episode description, or you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podcast Addict. We are a growing community of friends who enjoy playing games, storytelling, and role-playing, and we would love for you to join us as we cultivate a positive and helpful online space together. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.